Welcome to another episode of Only the Brave Have Fun. This is your host, Jazz Bear, and today's guest is Mark Struczewski. If you're someone who struggles with productivity, being more productive, getting the most out of your day, then this is the guy you need to listen to. His other name is Mr. Productivity, and he is a productivity expert and trainer. Uh, he's going to share some tips, tricks, and his schedule with us of how he gets the best out of his days. Um, and he's going to share that with us, uh, what he shares with executives, CEOs, and senior people. So let's welcome Mark. Well, welcome, Mike. Today, you are here to talk about productivity and uh, something that we all struggle with, especially someone who's an entrepreneur and someone who's starting up a business. It's a very, uh, that's the first thing that comes up, right? The first few weeks when you're first starting a business, it's all exciting, all guns blazing. And then as time goes on, YouTube kicks in and Facebook kicks in. <laughs> and the next thing you know is, uh, yeah, you're spending most of your time there. And, and you do, do this for, um, for a living, right? Teaching people productivity and, you know, how to be more productive. Just talk about that and a little bit about yourself and about your background. So, you know, how would you introduce yourself to people that don't know you other than Mr. Productivity? <laughs> well, I tell people I help people deal with the distractions because we live in a world, as you know, where we are distracted by email or social media or other human beings or maybe Hulu or Netflix or our own mindset. And so there's so many distractions that are affecting us today. And what I try to do is, is get into people's minds and say, okay, let's figure out how we can prevent you from being distracted. Because what people don't realize is, let's say you have the best of intentions and you're going to sit down and you're going to work on a project and you say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my phone on mute. I'm going to put it face down. I'm going to focus. Well, if you haven't taken the time to disable the vibration mode on your phone, the first time you get a phone call, a notification, a text alert, it's going to go bzzz. And as soon as that buzz happens, your focus is cut off. You might as well answer the phone at that point because you can't ignore that. So that's kind of what I do is I help people, you know, identify the big distractions in their life. And then I give them solutions on how to, uh, overcome those. Right. I mean, that's very interesting. You say that. That's, that's what I tend to do. I, I now look at social media three times a day. Uh, so morning, mo so uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> and, but one thing I do do is that my phone, just like you mentioned, it's always on vibration. I'm like, what if I miss a call? You know, what if it's an important call? Because out of everything, one has to realize that having those sales calls, having those sales meetings, it's, it's or answering your clients is the kind of most important part of the business. But there's other things as well. You know, you're, you're doing, creating your content, you're focusing on an idea or something. And that's where, like you said, that's where the momentum gets lost if you, if you answer that phone. So I know you run a program and, and you do coaching as well. So tell us a little bit more about that and how do you do that? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, for me personally, I have had, I've bought um, journals with, you know, dates and times and goals. I've had applications like that. Um, I've tried a number of different things. You know, there's systems out there. And to be honest, after a certain time and certain degree, they don't work as, as well. Uh, with the phone, you get distracted and you start using the other apps because you're now on your phone. And with the journal, you're like, oh, you know what, I'm wasting too much time writing my stuff down. How do you deal with all of that? How do you go about that? Well, first of all, let me go back to what, something you said earlier about, you know, you don't want to miss a call. You and me and the people in the audience, we're not that important. To our moms, we're important. No, but I'm a productivity guy. I'm Mr. Productivity. No one is going to send me an email or call me because they're having a productivity meltdown. It doesn't happen. I'm not a trauma surgeon. I'm not landing a plane. 
So we need to realize that we're not that important. We still need to service our customers, but we're not that important. We need to work on the task at hand. And when it's time for email, you do email. When it's time to be on social media, it's time to be on social media. So how do I plan my day? Well, I think you need, I've been studying high performers for several years now. You need to be very intentional about your time because here's the thing. Every person on this planet, whether you're a Mark Cuban or an Oprah Winfrey or a Mark Zuckerberg, you have the same 24 hours as you and I do, okay? And you need to say, okay, how do I want to spend my next 24 hours? And just the act of sitting down either the night before or the morning up before your day starts and go, okay, what do I need to get done today? I mean, what is really important? I'm not talking about your to-do list. I'm talking about what, and the, the, the number is the big three. What three things do you want to accomplish today? Intentionally sitting down and thinking about what you want to accomplish before you plan. We haven't even started adding things to our planner yet. We need to sit down and go, what do I need to do? Because most people enter their day in a reactive mode. They just, whatever happens, they'll answer the phone calls or answer the text messages, the emails, the people knocking on their door, and they're reactive all the day, all day long. What you need to do is be proactive. And that all starts by having a plan. Now, I'm not saying the plan is going to be perfect and it won't be perfect. You'll have the best laid plan and then something will happen and you'll have to pivot. That's okay. Going through the motions of having a plan, some kind of semblance of what you want to get done that day is really going to help you be more productive. Right. Okay. So is it something you do that morning or is that something you do the night before or how do you do yours and, and probably how do you tell your clients to do it? Um, do you do like, you know, something you sit down on a Sunday evening, say, this is, I'm going to plan my week. Or do you think, you know what, doing it daily first thing in the morning is the best way for me? I think everyone's got to do what works for them. For me, I will plan my tomorrow the day before. And then the day of I review it and say, okay, okay, this still looks good. No, I need to move some things around. So I do a two step. Some people do it the night before. I think you need to do what works for you. I don't generally plan my whole week on Sunday. That's for me. Now, you may think that works for you. Again, you have to figure out what works for you. Now, when I sit down and make my plan, obviously, like this podcast interview was already on my calendar a couple of weeks ago. As speaking engagements are on my calendar for months in advance. So some things are already filled in, and I just need to fill the rest of the stuff in. And here's the thing. Stuff like podcast interviews is what I call busy or unmovable appointments. But if I want to schedule 30 minutes for social media at 2 o'clock, well, I can move that to one o'clock or four o'clock, whatever the case may be. So we have immovable and we have movable appointments. I'm a firm believer that you should schedule your entire workday. My workday is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I schedule every moment of that day. Why? Because my experience is if there's nothing on the calendar, I'm like, oh, what else can I do? I'll go watch Netflix or I'll go on social media. So I schedule my day to keep me focused. Now, maybe you're someone who can say, look, I don't need to schedule the stuff in between the immovable appointments. If you're disciplined for that, fine. But my experience, most people, they need to schedule their days so they stay on task. Right. Okay. And, and I know you, you slightly touched on this. How would you prioritize your tasks uh, for you? And, and how, what would you advise people do in terms of, for me, I think number one thing that comes in is what makes you money. That's the highest priority task. But at the same time, do you have to do things before that that gets you to that point? So, so how do you look at that? When I schedule my day, I look at activities that are going to move the needle. Like being on your podcast is going to move the needle because people are hearing my voice who have never heard the name Mark Stuchowski before. 
So this is a needle moving activity. Later on today, I'll be working on what I call my email sequencing. So when you go to mrproductivity.com and you sign up for my email newsletter or you opt into one of my offers, well, I want to make sure that it's just not the offer that you're going to get a sequence of emails that are going to help you along the way, whether you buy my course, live training or whatever. So I will have that on my schedule. Uh, I also make time to engage on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is by far my best platform. I'm also on the other platforms, but LinkedIn is my best platform. So I do spend time on LinkedIn a couple times a day for 30 minute chunks, you know, not only just posting, but also giving value to other people's comments. And what I mean by value, it's not like, hey, great posts. It's I really go deep and give a really good comment because a lot of people don't realize when you take the time to leave a really valuable content on something like LinkedIn, people are going to like, wow, this guy wrote like four or five sentences. I'm going to read it. Oh, wow. What's this guy about? Go to my profile, which again, moves the needle. So for me, it's not so much the money is the priority. It's needle moving activities because when you're doing needle moving activities, it's going to draw money into your life. Right. Okay. And, and here's, here's the thing. One doesn't just jump into, uh, you know, saying I'm going to be a productivity coach or a, or a trainer. What was your story? What, what got you into it? I'm, I'm sure in terms of business perspective, you must have seen some sort of gap in, in what sort of people do. And there's a lot of free advice out there. And some of it, it's a very uh, surface level of, you know, sort of, hey, hey, do this, put it in your diary and it works. And unfortunately, you still get distracted. You still do things. So how, do you, how did you get into it? And then the second part of the question is, how do you make sure it works? Well, I got started in this because I was fired from my job in July of 2005, and I decided to be an entrepreneur. And my first endeavor was to be a wedding and portrait photographer. Didn't really want to be a wedding and portrait photographer. I just wanted the cool gear and to take pictures. But one thing that came from my experience of a wedding and portrait photographer is my professional speaking career. I Now, remember, we're talking 2005. Facebook and Twitter were babies. There was no Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that. And so... I said, how can I promote my business unlike anyone else is doing it? Because not everybody can be a speaker. So I went to one of my friends at my local church and I said, look, you're a professional speaker. Can you help me get into the business? She guided me and I started speaking. Well, the first time I spoke and I was speaking on photography to start with, my wife says, you shouldn't be a photographer. You should be a speaker. You're, you're gifted at that. So then I left speaking for photography and then came up with some really questionable topics. One was from hopeless to hopeful. To this day, I have no idea where that came from. The another one I have was how to be successful, how to overcome roadblocks in your path to success. Note to self, when you're not successful, you shouldn't be telling people how to become successful. So one day I was on the phone call with one of my coaches and I was having a down day and, and he goes, what's going on? I'm like, you know, I really like speaking. I love training. I like helping people, but I don't know what I want to speak on. He goes, why don't you talk on productivity? I said, I don't know where that came from, but why would I want to do that? He goes, because you're like, you're one of the most productive people I know. And I said to him, well, isn't everybody productive? And after he got off the floor laughing, he goes, no, most people are not productive at all, which gave birth to productivity. So in July, um, to January, 2011, I, 2011, 2011. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> it didn't sound right when I said it. Uh, January, 2011, I, I launched markstucheski.com, which you can get to by going to mrproductivity.com, Mr. All Spelled Out. And I, I just am so obsessed and I love helping people become more productive because this stuff to me is easy. Like my wife is one of these people that can learn new languages like a duck takes the water. I struggle with learning new languages. She would love to speak in front of an empty room. So we all have our gifts. <laughs> my gift is I love helping people. 
I love training people. I love helping people get unstuck. So that's my background. Your second question, how do I stay on task? Let me just say this to your listeners and to you. Some days I have unproductive days. Some days it, I'm just, things aren't just working. So anybody who tells you who's in the products, productivity expertise field and go, oh, I'm always getting it done. I'm never procrastinating 24-7, 365, I'm productive. They're known as a liar. Everybody has bad days, bad weeks, bad seasons. It's just what happens. So there will be good days and bad days. I mean, this couple last couple of days were really good days. I've had bad days where it was like pushing a rope. And I just said halfway through the day, you know what? I'm done for the day. I'm just going to take the rest of the day off, go play with the dog, walk the dog, spend some time reading. You just got to know that not every day is going to be productive. You're going to have those bad days. If you wake up and you're not feeling well, well, you're not going to have a good productive day because you're not feeling well. Or if you lose a family member, you lose to death or something like that or whatever, you're going to have down days. So you just have to give yourself some grace and some permission to realize, hey, some days are going to be better than others. But the main point, what I said earlier, is make sure you have a plan. Make sure you're going into the day with some idea of what you want to accomplish. Even if you have to, even if it gets derailed, at least you started with some semblance of a plan. Who to you is the most productive person that you know? I mean, someone could be someone that everybody knows, a famous entrepreneur or someone in your life. I am going to say uh, I'm a student of Brendan Burchard. I went through his Experts Academy. He is very productive and he has actually had a huge impact on my life because what I used to do when I would create my videos, I want to do all the special you know, production and all these slides and now it's just like, if you ever watch Brendan's videos, it's just him in front of the camera. And he actually has like index card. He hangs up, he'll, he'll say a point and hang up, hold up the index card. Because it's not the slick production, it's the value. Are you giving people value? When I do webinars, I don't do like a whole bunch of slides. It's just me and the camera. And I'm just like, the only difference is they're not in the room with me. I'm just like teaching them. And that's what I love to do. And I, I tell people, I'm not polished. I don't look like a new iPhone. I'm not polished with nice bevel edges and all shiny. I do have a lot of flaws, but I know my stuff. I know how to get people uh, to be productive. I'll give you an example. I used to be a speaker that used to show up in three-piece suits. I mean, I used to suit, the tie, and you know, the dress shoes. And then I watched Gary Vaynerchuk and Grant Cardone and a lot of other speakers I'm, I'm really in awe of. I'm like, hmm, they wear sneakers and jeans and T-shirts. Then it dawned on me that the people who hire them are buying what's in here in between their ears, not what they're wearing. And so now when I go out and speak, I dress very casually. I, do you want the knowledge or are you more interested in what shirt I'm wearing? And so I think everyone needs to be authentically themselves. Don't try to be someone else. It's good to learn from someone like Brendan or Gary or Grant Cardone or something like that, but you need to be yourself. You need to be authentically you. Awesome. So for me, what I do is I, I obviously help people with around their purpose and, you know, how to really, uh, what, whatever they do, whether that's, uh, you know, whether they start a business or whether they stay in their career or whether they have a profession they, or they want to change their career profession or start a business. One thing is to be on purpose. How much of, you know, purpose plays part in you being productive and having those days where having more good days than bad days, um, you know, how much of that plays a part in being focused and being able to you know, in the long run, you know, you could be doing what you're doing for six months and not see a result. That's part of being an entrepreneur, part of being a business or even longer. Then how much do you think that plays a part in, in being productive and being, uh, you know, being focused? Well, you have to wake up every day 
wanting to do what you do. I, I say to everyone that you have to do what you love, where you love to do it. So let's start there. If you wake up and you dread what you're doing, if you maybe don't like to go to the job you go to, you don't like your boss, you don't like the color of the paint on the walls, you don't like to commute, well, you will never be your most productive version of yourself if you're doing something you hate to do or you're working someplace you don't want to work at. So let's start there. So do what you love, where you love to do it. Second of all, if you do love what you do, how do you enter the day? I mean, do you wake up excited for the new day? The people you get to impact, the people you get to serve? Or it's like, oh, I got that podcast with Jasper today. Well, if I had that kind of attitude, I wouldn't show up the way I am now. I wanted to be here. Okay. So no matter what you're doing in life, professionally or personally, show up your best self. Be positive. And if you don't, if you're not feeling that that morning, then have the decency to call the person and say, look, I'm just not feeling it today. I, I can't deliver for you today. Because that person's probably, they probably won't be happy you canceled the last minute, but in long term, they're probably going to be happy because you were honest with them and then you reschedule. So I always say positivity is something we need to embrace and we need to reject negativity. Negativity is so rampant in our world today. I don't know about where you are, but everyone in the world, everybody hates everyone else. And it's like, you know what? There's so much good in this world. There's a lot of good in this world. And so I try to reject all the negativity and all the hatred. I just embrace positivity. I love everyone. Even if you don't agree with me, even if you hate me, I still love you because we're all human beings. And I kind of like, you know, Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk's desire. They want to meet everybody on this planet. I, I want to do that too. I'll never meet 8 billion people, but I really want to meet people. So when I go speak someplace, I always want to meet people and let them know, hey, I'm not better than you. I'm not superior than you. We're all on this spaceship called Earth together. Awesome. Do you find a certain age group to be more focused and or less focused? I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, uh, younger generation are always on their phone and, you know, their focus, their attention is a lot lower, attention spans a lot lower compared to someone who's older. How do you find in the age spectrum of how, you know, attention and focus, you know, pairs, uh, you know, differs? I don't think it's a black and white issue. I know millennials that are very productive and I know millennials that are very lazy. I know people in their 70s and 80s who are very productive, and I know people in their 70s and 80s who are very lazy. So I have not seen personally that any group is more productive. People who are entrepreneurs tend to be more productive because if you don't work, you ain't eating, you ain't paying your bill. There's not a constant paycheck. So I think it comes down to, you know, are you more having an entrepreneur spirit? And you could have an entrepreneurial spirit and work for a corporation. A lot of people think, no, I work for the man. I can't be an entrepreneur. Sure you can. Go into that job with an entrepreneurial mindset. What do you mean? What do I mean by that? Well, go, okay, well, how can I make things better? See, a lot of people, when I, I haven't been in corporate, in the corporate world since 2005 when I got fired, but a lot of people go in and say, okay, this is my job. This is my box. This is my cubicle. I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. That's all I'm going to do, okay? Well, A is not very efficient, but you know what? I don't care. I'm not getting paid a lot of money. I'm just going to do A. Instead, you go, you know what? There's a better way to do A. And go talk to your leader and say, you know what? I was trained how to do task A this way, but I have a better idea. What do you think about X, Y, and Z? And if they're a good leader, they're going to go, wow, that's a great idea. Yeah, start doing that. But most people I've run into don't do that. It's the outlier that'll say something. Most people just go through the job, uh, do you remember um, the I Love Lucy series, uh, the, the show where they had the chocolate rolling off the, the conveyor belt? Do you remember that scene? 
no, I don't, I don't think I've watched that. No. It's a hysterical scene where I, you know what I Love Lucy is, right? I believe so, yes. I think okay. I've heard about it, yeah. yeah. Back in the 50s, 1950s. Right. And it's the, it, the Lucy and I can't uh, think of her friend. They were working in this chocolate factory and they had to package all these chocolates and the chocolate kept coming off the, the conveyor belt. And, and the boss said they're doing a really good job. What they're, and they, they sped up the conveyor belt. What they were doing is just shoving the chocolate in their pockets and their mouth and everywhere else. And it, 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 it's a hysterical scene. My point is, the idea was, hey, this is going too fast. But they didn't want to tell the boss that because they didn't want to lose their job. So what they did instead, they started, where can we put all this chocolate? And, you know, in the end of the scene, they got chocolate all over their face. And, you know, they're talking with chocolate in their mouth. And it's a hysterical scene. The point is, is people don't stop and go, okay, there's got to be a better way. Just because you were trained this particular way doesn't mean it's the most efficient, most productive way to do whatever that is. So always keep your eyes and ears and mind open and say, you know what? There's probably a better way to do this. And then go say something. Don't just keep doing it that way because, well, that's, you don't, they don't pay you to get for suggestions because the employees who get promotions are the ones that say, hey, listen, I've got a better idea. Those ideas get implemented then the company says, wow, they really were good at this job. Let me promote them. The people just come in and do a job like a robot, they don't get promoted. Wow, interesting. What you said so far in terms of productivity, you know, applies to everyone, you know, applies to entrepreneurs, applies to corporate employees, no matter where you are, absolutely valid and applies. Do you think a lot of the, a lot of the mindset with people is that, you know, they have to have something or someone telling them what to do almost in order to get things done? I mean, the biggest carrot for people is, like you said, for entrepreneurs, it's uh, something like, you know, if I don't do this, I won't make money. Hence, I've got to do it. With corporate employees, I have to do it and I can run away at five o'clock. But, you know, that's how I get paid. How much of it, that kind of factor, that that hammer on your head has to be there for you to be really productive? Or is it really, you know, how many people, for me personally, I have mixed days. I have days where, you know, I have to think about how am I going to pay the bills because, that's what motivates me that day. But there's other days when I'm like, oh, I can see myself doing this in five years time and this is going to lead me to it. And that, that big vision motivates me. What, what's your view on that? I think there's a lot of people in this world who are not entrepreneurs and they just want to do the bare minimum they can get by through on that day. And they're going to be doing, they're the people that go to work, work, retire and die. I don't like that that mode of life journey. I don't want to do that. I want to do what I want to do. When you become an entrepreneur, as you know, Jasper, you're, you're not making hundreds of millions of dollars. And a lot of people, when you quit the corporate world and you work for yourself, says, I'm my own boss. Oh, wait, if I don't work, I don't get paid. It's not, there's no paycheck. There's no benefits. You have to provide all this stuff for you. Yes, we get the freedom, but I love the freedom. I'm doing a webinar soon. I'm going to do a webinar on a Sunday afternoon. Why? Everyone does webinars during the week. So I said, no, I'm going to do it on Sunday so I can affect more people. And in the corporate world, well, they work Monday through Friday, eight to five, nine to five, whatever the case may be. And you got to do everything within those, within those, um, those parameters. And I think there's a certain number of people who go to work and they want to go in as, even though they're just a secretary or just an executive assistant or whatever the case may be, low person in the totem pole, they go in there like, you know what? I'm the CEO, man. I'm going to do the best job I can. I'm going to offer tons of value and I'm going to do what I can 
to make this company better. But most people going like, ain't my job, dude. You know, I, I do one, two, three, four. That's all I do. I don't care if the place burns down to go home at five o'clock. And they look forward to lunchtime. They look forward to five o'clock. Oh my gosh, it's a three-day weekend. Woohoo! And that's what they look forward to instead of figuring out how they can help the employer make more money. Because if you help the company make more money, they're going to remember you. But if you just say, listen, it's not my job or it's five o'clock, I'm out of here. Well, what do you think the employer is going to think of you? They're like, well, you don't care. And so I think more people need to care about their job. And if you don't like the job, like I said earlier, Jasper, go find another job. The, the job you have is not the only job that does that in the world. There's plenty of places you can work in the world. So stop complaining. Be part of the solution because when you're part of the solution, you're going to be more productive by default. Awesome. Well, we're coming towards the end of the show. And, uh, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about was um, people that are really now, you know, thinking about making that jump, making that leap from being corporate employee to being, uh, you know, being a startup. Um, a lot of the time, they, it's, it's almost like how to do it. With, with time moving forward, you know, how, how does one really s- start to make sure that they, they get into a zone? How do you like plan, have a program and then follow that through and make sure that you really get, be, be productive, get results and, and not really become robotic and expect something at five o'clock? How do you make that transition from being that employee to being that and still being so much, so much productive? It all starts with mindset. You have got to be an entrepreneur in your mind. Even if you don't even know how to spell entrepreneur, you got to begin to change your mindset. I'm not an eight to five, Monday through Friday, weekends off employee. You need to start going solutions oriented. You got to go to your job and say, okay, I am the CEO today. I am the president. I'm the leader of this company. Yeah. Instead of coming through, as you said, like a robot. And I think once people start doing that, it's going to change. A lot of people make a mistake. They look at me, they look at you. Oh man, to be an entrepreneur is awesome. Yes, we have the freedom. We have the freedom. We can fire clients. There's no board of directors. We're our own boss. The problem is we're our own boss. And so if we don't show up, nothing gets done. And so if a customer is counting on us, we've got to be there. And so I love the freedom. I'm not a millionaire yet. I'm still working on it. And one of the best pieces of advice I learned about my podcast, about my building my brand, is this thing is called entrepreneur life. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And a lot of people get into it and like two weeks later, like, well, this sucks. I'm not making any money. Uh, you just started. You know, <laughs> it, it takes a while. I mean, I tell people there were a lot of years where, I mean, I have a great, awesome wife. I mean, there are years I didn't make any money, Jasper. Seriously. When I say no money, I mean less than 500 bucks for the whole year because, you know, I was spending so much money on coaches and putting things on credit cards and getting bad information and I didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't until probably the last nine, 10 months that I really figured out all the puzzle pieces of the puzzle came together. So now, yes, you did hear that listener. From July 2005 to about a year ago, I didn't know what I was doing and I wasn't making any money. But you know what? I learned a ton of information. I want people to know that because a lot of people think all entrepreneurs are quadrillionaires and we all have private planes and private islands and private universes. It's not true. Honest entrepreneurs will tell you, man, it's a grind every day. It's a struggle every day. 
I know people who are making three, $4 million a year. And they said, oh my gosh, it is a struggle. The money just doesn't come flowing into us like we're trust fund babies. It is a very big challenge to be working on your, on your own. Awesome. Any, any final words before we, we wrap it up? Yes. Always tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. Too many people are getting to the end of the day and like, man, I was really busy, but didn't accomplish anything because you didn't tell your time where to go. You just go, oh, there went the time. So make sure you take time to plan. I would love to interact with any of your listeners. The best way to do that is go to my website. You don't have to go to markstrucheski.com because you won't find it. <laughs> go Instead, go to mrproductivity.com. That's Mr. All spelled out. When you go to mrproductivity.com, you can find out about my coaching. You can sign up for my weekly email newsletter. You can find out everywhere I am on social media. You can find out about my Mark Stucheski podcast, which is seven days a week. So everything you need to know about me and more is all at mrproductivity.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it was wonderful having you. Thank you for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure to serve you and your audience. No worries. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Only the Brave Have Fun with your host, Jasbear. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Also, make sure you to visit www.jazzbearaurora.com to access the show notes. And if you are thinking about uh, starting your business, then take our Escape the 95 survey to see if you're ready. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening. <laughs>